You're listening to Kick-Ass Radio for Kick-Ass People, the show where we interview awesome people who have achieved tremendous success in their lives. Our guests will share with you their story and five tips you can implement for living your kick-ass life. Now for our host, Christopher Roush. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's my life, and we are here on the Kick-Ass Radio Show. My name is Christopher Roush. I am your host tonight, and you are in your place for motivation, inspiration, and, of course, edumacation. And tonight, here on the Kick-Ass Radio Show, we're going to be teaching you how to have an unstoppable attitude for personal and professional success. What does that mean? That means being able to have the self-confidence to know that any given situation that you're in, you're going to be able to come through it. And you're going to be able to have a kick-ass attitude, and you're going to know that everything happens for a reason, and life is a journey, not a destination. So I want you to uh, make sure you're paying attention tonight because we've got a great show ahead of you. And what we do here is each week, me and my guest, we talk about what it takes to have this awesome attitude, to overcome fear, to end procrastination, and just to really develop a, a sense of self-confidence that just really rocks. You know, when you operate from a spot where you just feel comfortable with yourself, you know, and you just you just trust yourself, and you know that the bad are there to teach you a reason, teach you a lesson. You know, that's what kick-ass living is all about. What we do is we share five tips that you can begin using immediately. So I really encourage you to make sure you have pen and paper. Uh, obviously, if you're driving, listening on your mobile device, you can always go back and listen to these shows. They're podcasted after uh, after the show airs live. So if you just go over to my website, it's ChristopherRoush.com, R-A-U-S-C-H, ChristopherRoush.com. Go over there, hit the radio show tab, and you will uh, – you will see down there's a, a link to iTunes, and you can check out all the previous shows there. So if you're driving, don't worry about it, but just listen, enjoy yourself, because uh, we're going to have a great conversation tonight. Uh, and uh, like I said, you know, speaking of guests, we've been on, uh, let's see, we are on show number, la, 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 la. we're on show number 110. So we've been doing this for 109 episodes. You take 109 episodes, and you figure out, let me just see if I can do that real quick, because I'm just really curious. 109 times 5, 545 kick-ass tips since I started. I mean, a round of applause, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, 545 tips if I did that right. That's amazing. So you can go back and listen to all those shows. We've had some some incredible guests. Uh, so I really am proud of what we've done here. And, and it's really just from the bottom of my heart. I do it every single week to bring you somebody that can just have an impact on your life, whether it's a life coach, a business coach, an author, a speaker, or just somebody that's just got, you know, a story to tell that we've had some people on here. I mean, for those of you guys have been listening, you know, I was homeless, seventh grade dropout on the streets, drugs, violence, all that stuff. I thought my story was bad, but we've had some guests on here that make that sound like Disneyland. And yet they come out with an awesome attitude, a giving attitude. Uh, so I really encourage you to go back and listen to those shows. And speaking of those guests, uh, last week we had um, – my guest last night, uh, last week was Charlene Cristiano. Uh, Cristiano and she uh, came on here and just gave us a bunch of great tips of what we can do uh, to to have better communication. Everything in life really comes down to communication. And when you think about it, whether it's written communication, oral communication, but really important is body language. So Christine came on here and she shared some great tips, valuable tips. I mean, we usually do more than five. I mean, come on, let's get real. Uh, we're talking about stuff here. So we really just are passionate about helping you guys. So go back and listen to those shows. Again, you just go to ChristopherRoush.com, R-A-U-S-C-H, ChristopherRoush.com. You can check it out on the radio show tab. 
So without any further hesitation, I didn't say adieu this time because I'm trying not to say adieu anymore. Without any further hesitation, my guest tonight is Susan Glavin. She's an author, inspired speaker, and a communicator of the divine realms. Uh, her destiny is to awaken, inspire people to remember their magnificence, and have a whole lot of fun on the journey. Uh, please welcome to the Kick-Ass Radio Show, Susan Glavin. Susan, are you here with us tonight? Am I ever, and I'm so excited. What enthusiasm, Christopher. <laughs> I just want to sit back and listen to you. I'm not kidding. This is so great, but I just want to thank you, you know, for uh, you inviting me to be on the show, and I really want to thank all of those who are listening. You know, my intent is to, you know, share my journey and to hopefully uh, benefit yours, give you some great powerful tools that will support you as we move, or I should say advance forward on right. this incredible journey called life. Yes. Yeah. So thank it's you. So I mean, it's a privilege and an honor for me to be here, honestly, to share this with you and everybody that's on the call. I really enjoy it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And before we get uh, we go any further, i got to give a shout-out to my all my 420 friends out there. Uh, today is National 420 <laughs> holiday. So those of you guys, if you got it, light it up, have it fun. You know, it's, uh, I have no judgment. I think it's, I think it's great. It's, it, cure, it cures cancer. So um, enough of that. But I just want to, um, I just want to uh, thank you for saying that. I really appreciate it. I mean, I do it every week uh, from the bottom of my heart, really do. I've, there's mm. been times where I've wanted to give up and say, you know what, what am I doing this for, you know? I'm not monetizing and I'm not doing this or that, but you know, in the grand scheme of things, we're helping people. And I get people emailing me saying, Hey, you know what? I really appreciate last night's show because of this. And it really impacted me. This one of my, one of my greatest shows was when we talked about post-traumatic stress disorder, or as my guest called it, post-traumatic stress sin or, uh, uh, shit, post-traumatic stress growth. I'm sorry. Too many things on my mind. I have three monitors in front of me. Uh, and, um, and we had we had people calling in from Afghanistan. We were talking about what happens wow. to the men and women who come back and they're reintroduced to society, but they spent two, three, four years, you know, being scared and having, you know, I got to watch out for the what I step on. I got to watch out, you know, if that guy pointing a gun at me, I got to watch out for all these different things. So it was an incredible show. I mean, we had moms calling up who had lost their their children to suicide. Um, you know, that's just uh, that's just amazing. But we're here to talk about you tonight, my dear friend. And I gave everybody your textbook introduction, but what I would like for you to do is just in your own words, tell your story, where you've been, what you did, and what, of course, makes you a kick-ass lady. <laughs> I'm on the kick-ass radio show with the Effort Manifesto, a kick-ass guide to liberation. I think that's a pretty good fit, wouldn't you think, Christopher? You can actually say the word on this show. You can actually say it, the oh, fuck right, it the manifesto. Fuck it manifesto. I love it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it's a word when it, you know, when you need to use it. And I'm telling you, it's a, it's a, it's a good one to move some energy and quick. But when people ask me that question, I, you know, I say to them, you know, I came into the world and I hit the ground running. And what I mean by that is, you know, as a child, I experienced all the abuses a child could experience. So, you know, I didn't even know what being safe was. and But that led me on this incredible journey, Christopher, of seeking and searching, trying to fix the broken me. And I don't know how many of you can relate to that one. but um, And it was, and I'll tell you, um, I wouldn't change a minute of it today. 
And it wasn't always that way, but today I wouldn't change a moment of my life. I have been able to glean all the um, wisdom and the lessons um, of that adventure and to really um, discover that there was really nothing broken, there was nothing wrong, there was nothing to fix, just something to remember. And that was my authentic self, you know, my magnificence. So um, that is um, why I'm here today on your show. You know, we've all, everybody has a story, right? We all have a story. And what I think is most important is that if we can really um, get the gifts of that story, you know, mm-hmm. what is it? What did you glean? Why did you come in? You know, I, you know, I think that uh, we, we uh, set this up before we got here. You know, there were some things you wanted to get out of this playground called Earth. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and let me, and it, and it can be pretty intense. You know, there's some there's intense suffering happening on the planet from time to time. And um, I think it's our job. I think we're all masters here. And I think I shared this with you, Christopher. I think if you're on planet Earth right now, you are a master. I don't care what your life looks like. If you're here, if you're here, especially at this time, you're a master. Because I don't think you'd be here if you weren't. A master of what? Disaster? A master. <laughs> you know what I think? We're, we're master of a disaster. Yeah, no kidding. You know what I think we're doing right now? I think we're really uh, alchemists. I think we are transmuting, transforming uh, lower vibrational energy. And when I talk about energy, you know, I don't look at energy as good, bad, right or wrong. It's just what is. And some of it has a lower vibration and some of it's got a higher vibration but it's just energy, and depending on where you're at and what what you're experiencing in your life, it's an opportunity, you know, to um, transcend that. And I think that that's the mastery that we are. That's the masters that we are. So, so talk talk to us about the, some of the obstacles and and struggles you've had in your life that have gotten you to this point. Because I totally agree with what you're saying, Susan. Is that you know people hear my story and they're like, you know, don't you wish you had a dad and don't you wish you weren't homeless and don't you wish, you know, this and uh, and I tell them no. You know what? Because everything I went through made me the man I am today, and I wouldn't be where I'm at today if I didn't go through those experiences. And 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 I truly believe that. Even even in our darkest times, I got a buddy of mine right now that's going through some crap. And uh, I hope he's listening to this because, you know, it's in those darkest times that really define us and create hopefully that energy that propels us out of our own funk into what can we do to be part of the, the solution and how can we help other people go through this as well? Oh, yeah, and I think that's part of it. I think um, our only real job here, Christopher, is to be who we are, fully and totally. And sometimes we forgot, literally, we came here and we forgot who we are. And that's part of this process, this beautiful journey that we're on is to remember that. Um, you know, for me, uh, I, you know, I had all, all the beliefs. I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. I'm not deserving. I'm not all of those things. That was just the concepts and the beliefs that I bought into. You know, and a lot of us have. You know, a lot of us have bought into those, but now we get to buy out of them. You know, we get to go, wow, you know, there's, there's something more, especially, you know, especially when you ask those, those big questions. Why am I here? What am I doing? You know, and that's, that's a wonderful, those are wonderful questions to be in and to allow whatever shows up. This is what I always say. I go, this is one of my hot tips. I'm going to actually share one of my hot tips now is that life is for you. God, your beloved, 
source, the universe, whatever you want to call it, is always for you, even when it doesn't look like it. And there have been many times when it hasn't looked like it in my life. And what I have learned to do that has been so powerful is to allow the emotions because I wouldn't even go there. Pain scared me so bad. It was like I I thought if I ever went into it, Christopher, I thought if I allowed myself to feel it, I'd never come out, that I would never Mm. make it out. And I remember um, a few times, I've I've went into it a few times, one in particular time, it was after I left a 25-year marriage and he was a great guy, but it was just I knew our journey was complete. And that's really hard when there's nothing really wrong or anything, but you just know, and I'm definitely divinely guided. I have a real strong connection with what I call my A-team. And it just kept getting clearer and clearer that it was time to end this, the marriage, not the relationship, but the marriage. But, I mean, it was probably a year after I left where I really got to experience the pain. And I don't even think it was ending the relationship that was so painful because that pain had been there for a long time. And it was like this volcano in my solar plexus. And I'll never forget, I was out with a friend and it seemed like everything she said to me triggered this pain even more to come, like it was time. And I remember getting into my house and dropping to my knees, dropping to my, I barely made it in the front door and just started weeping. And what I did was I got my jammies on. I think it was 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And I grabbed the Kleenex. I got a blanket. And I laid on the couch. And I went into deep, deep sadness. You know, that guttural crying mm-hmm. that you just think you're, you think you're going to die. Yep. And it was amazing. And it was about 2. And I think about 4. I was supposed to be on a conference call. And another group of women that I was working with. I didn't think I could do it. But I got on it. And I'm telling you, within this, because I allowed it. And I think this is so important for people to allow that to come. Honor it. Honor it. When it's there, mm-hmm. it's yeah. ready for, for you to be, you know, it's ready to move. It's like, I'm ready now. Okay, your time is now. Now it's time to do that. And I remember when I was done, I I leaped off the couch, Dad, and I was like, I felt so spacious. I felt so light, Christopher. I thought I could just float. I mean, it was extraordinary. But again, I welcomed it. It's you know, there's that great roomy poem called the Guest House for anyone that wants to um, Google that. It is a very powerful poem about welcoming it in with everything, you're really inviting it in because there's something there, there's some gems, there's some gold for you there. Like I said, that pain had been buried for a long, long time. So do you do you think, Susan, that there's any benefit to burying it in, 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 in everyday life? I mean, I sit there and I run across people, including myself. I mean, I had to deal with some stuff and let it go. And, and you're right. It, it's like how it's like giving birth or going to the bathroom that you haven't gone to the bathroom in like 10 years. You know, you're just like, oh, my God, I feel so good. You know, it's is there, and people will do that. They're like, oh yeah, I'm just going to be passive aggressive, or I'm just going to bury it, or I, it's not important anymore, and I'll just forget it. And nobody ever forgets. I mean, they just don't. I've no. seen it time and time again. I've seen people have meltdowns, and they finally let go. And 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 I think in the 
the gist of it and tell me what you think. I think in the, we don't want to feel vulnerable. We don't want to have shame. We don't want to have all that stuff. But for me, when you go through that and you let it go and you say, wow, I'm a human being and yeah, some shit was fucked up in my life and I'm not going to let it define me from this point forward. I'm going to let it go and I'm just going to be me. Yeah. You know, it's like energy. Like I said, it's a. I knew I could feel it. Okay, I could feel it moving. I mean, it was really alive. It's almost like an entity almost. And what happens is, is children, when we have an experience that isn't fully, that we can't fully express, whether that's sadness or anger or pain, that energy stays. It's somewhere in the body. That vibration, that dense energy will stay in the body. And mm-hmm. so the wonderful thing when you say let go, and so when you allow yourself, it'll show itself, and I'm telling you, nowadays, there's no other choice anymore. And I, I'm sure you're experiencing that with people. I know there's a lot of people in my life that are going through what I call tremendous challenging opportunities right now. And that's because it's time for us to do that. It's time. And what I, I don't even say let go. I said it lets go of you. Mm. It's like when you honor it, when you allow it, it lets go of you. You don't have to let go of it. It lets right. go of you, and I think that's really, really powerful distinction. Because um, letting go is like you have to push something away. You're not. You're allowing it. You are totally um, and completely allowing that emotion to be expressed fully. And when you do that, it lets go of you. Ooh, I like that. That's really. Uh, yeah, that's and really I'm cool. telling you, you know that it's like it's time. Look around. It's time for us to do that for ourselves to really love and honor ourselves that way. And there's. I'm telling you, I get excited when I get pissed off. I get really excited because <laughs> I, you know, I know there's something happening. That's that's something that's like okay. Now I used to rage on people. I no longer do that. You know, that's not productive. That just adds more pain and suffering on the planet. Now I do it in a usually in Mother Nature, which is how the fuck it manifesto came. But. Um, I now am very responsible about how I honor my emotion, but I totally honor it and welcome it no matter what it is. And I've canceled dates. I've done things where I know something's happening. I said, you know what? I can't make it. I'm, I'm doing some stuff right now. You know, I'm, I'm transcending some energy. So how, how important is it to trust your gut when you're going through these types of situations? I think that's like one of the most important things, Christopher, you have to, because we are, especially our bodies, are so in tune with um, that intuition, like you said, the gut feeling. Um, and if you're not allowing, if you keep pushing that energy down, when that emotion comes up, when you keep denying it and denying it, you, you literally don't have the access that you would normally have to really being having that discernment, you know, walking through life and being really clear about what's going on. You know, so I'm, I think it's really important for our bodies, which are, you know, I, I think the time right now is like heaven on earth and how we're doing that is bringing it in through our physical bodies and expressing that in the world. It's, it's here. It's available for us right now. And that's why, you know, I just really invite when people get angry and mad or sad, I'm just, I just cheer them on. Like, yay, 
yay for you. Honor it fully, completely. You know, get yourself in a place where you can just let it go and let it go mm. of you. Yeah. So so we, yeah. we talked about, you know, you're the author of the book, The Fuck It Manifesto. Talk to us about <laughs> what the inspiration for that book was, what it's about, and who it's written for. Oh, it's written for everybody, but, of course, my publicist said I needed to put a, a woman's kick-ass guide to liberation. That's why I have men, too, in parentheses there. But, yeah, that that the manifesto, this is just a great story to um, – as what – pointing to what I was just sharing. Um, It was May 1st last year, woke up in the morning, and I had this incredible pain in my body, but it was all on my right side. It was like someone had taken a chainsaw and just sliced me down the middle, and all the pain fell to the right side of my body. And I was like, what the heck is this? I was like, well, and I had two really important meetings to go to that day. Well, I'm a big meditator, and at that time, I was doing this chant. So I sit in my meditation seat, you know, and I'm like, oh, man. And I start doing this chant. It's called Haranam Satanam, Haranam Adain. It's like a 32-minute chant. So I'm doing my chant and trying to, you know, just be with this pain. And I knew something was going on. I just didn't know what it was. And as I'm chanting, Christopher, all of a sudden, this sadness starts to arise. And I'm like, oh, so I allow it. You know, I'm like, whoa. And I start crying a little bit, and I'm hot enough, and I'm doing some crying and this and that. And after the sadness, which was really weird for me, because usually it's anger then sadness, but this is how this came for me that day. But all of a sudden, I am like... um, started to feel extremely angry. I mean, like, just rageful. And I'm like, what the heck? And one thing you have to know about me is, you know, I spent eight years working with Debbie Ford, who is all about the shadow. Okay, it's all about shadow work. I was I was a student and a mentor for her. And um, For Betty Ford, the, the, just, the, the wife yes. of the president? No, Debbie Ford. Debbie Ford, oh. who wrote The Dark Side of the Light Chasers. Yes. Yeah, okay. she's an amazing. She she did the shadow workshop, and it's all about the shadow, the dark side, right? So I was in that for eight years. And let me tell you, I did anger process after anger process. So I was really surprised that I had this much anger that turned into rage. As it, and I'm in my meditation, I'm just screaming, like, what that? You know, I'm just laying this out. And, and all of a sudden, and it was really strange because the thoughts, was like outside of my head and it went right in front of my face really slow and it was like there's so many angry people in the world and I went whoa and I said and I feel like I'm processing it for the entire planet that's what it felt like. And wow. my body was just shaking. I'm not kidding. And I'm li- I was living in this condo at the time, right? And all of a sudden, I hear these footsteps up above me, and they land right where I'm sitting. I'm like, oh, my God. I said, I have to take this out. i got to take this out. And so, I mean, I'm sitting, my body, as I was walking down my stairs, felt like an electric toothbrush. That's how much energy was coming out of me. And I called my assistant. I got in my car, called my assistant. I said, I don't know what the hell is going on, but I'm so pissed off. And she goes, Wow. And I said, I'm, I'm, I'm in a, I might be late for these meetings today. So I start driving, and I go to where I always go, which I spend a lot of time is Mother Nature. It's my place that I go. And on the way there, I'm saying to God, okay, what 
is this? What in the hell is going on here? And I said, give me my sign. Well, my sign is 777. I'm a big numbers girl, and I, you know, that's just my way of knowing you're right on track. That's what that means to me. So I pull in to my favorite little sacred spot. It's called Round Lake in Vancouver, Washington. And, I, and I'm sitting in the car, and I call my assistant, and I said, you know what? Cancel the meetings. I'm not going to make it today. I said, I don't know what this is. I just don't want to rush anything. So she's like, okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. So I get out of my car, and I start walking. And I've got a pretty quick clip. I'm like, because I'm pissed. You know? so I'm just, <laughs> You're jogging. I'm just pissed, and I'm just uh, hustling down. And I get in the woods, and I am just jumping up, screaming, Christopher, hands in the air, like, what? And I'm just screaming. I got to tell you, I am so grateful that there was nobody on the trail that day, which is just blew my mind. Because people like, who's this crazy bitch on the trail? I know. Seriously, that's what I thought. I go, if they, they, there's a crazy woman screaming upset and he's on the trail, call the, get the white jacket. I mean, really. (laughs) Seriously. I I mean, that's how, I mean, I was leaping off the ground as I was screaming and going down the trail. And at one point, you it was so lost great, your mind? Did that. you think you were like having a nervous breakdown? No. I, you know, I just allowed it. I didn't think anything was wrong. You know, okay. I, I've done a lot of this work, so I just allowed it. And that's, I just know to do that. Sure. Uh, this was pretty intense. I have to say, this is a pretty big one. But, um, and then at one point, you know, that Pat Benatar song, Hit Me With Your Best Shot, comes yeah. into my mind. And I'm like going, Yeah. Hit me with my best. I'm just screaming out. Yeah, come on, give it to me. And then I was thinking, you're going to get hit by lightning. I went, yeah, go ahead, do it. I'm ready. Let's do this. Fuck I mean, it. that's how it was. It was just this crazy, you know. And then all of a sudden, I'm going, I'm thinking, who are you screaming at? Well, who are you? And I started to laugh. I started to laugh. And then I went, oh, I realized the pain was completely gone. Nothing gone, and I felt again this real expansive, just so expansive. I felt like I could just—I was everything. And I started walking back, and I was just in this really blissful, calm state, but still kind of excited. And I was like, "Wow, what the hell was that?" And I really thought you moved anger for the planet, and I think we do that. I think there's people on this planet that are actually moving energy for a lot of people. I think every time we do that, we do it for everybody. I really believe that. So as I'm walking back, I get in my car, and all of a sudden, this information, it's like a major download, starts coming to me. And I'm like sitting there going, oh, my God. And I'm looking for a piece of paper and a pen to write, and there's nothing in my car. I'm like, oh, my God, i got to get home. And I pull out from the parking lot, and I looked to the right for the oncoming cars, and the car coming towards me, license plate was what? 777. Seven, seven. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lucky yeah. guess. You love it? I know. I was like, woo! That's why I was like, oh, my God. So I get home, and I sit down, and I start writing. And writing, and writing, and writing, and writing, and writing. It's just flooding through me. And so I was just, like, exhausted and excited. And so I went upstairs and ran a bath, and I'm in the bathtub. And I got out a couple of times to write some more. And 
and laying in there, and I'm going, God, I said, what is this? What is this about? And I hear clear as a bell, the fuck it manifesto. And I'm like, what? I'm like, really? And I started to laugh. I said, oh, my God, what a sense of humor you have. And I was just like, this is great. And I'm telling you, it was probably the easiest thing I've ever done because it was given to me. You know, and really what the, what the fuck it manifesto is about is about honoring you. It's about looking to see where you bought in to those beliefs, those concepts, those behaviors, those patterns in your life, you know, that, that, that we grew up with. And it was so great because I really had to live each one myself. And every time I would write and read it, I would have an experience in my life show up where, oh, okay, how are you going to do this now? You know, this is an old one for you. And, you know, and I'll read a couple of them for everybody. But it's, um, it's really about looking to see where we've limited ourselves and where we need to say fuck it. Truly. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Like, we're done. We're done, <laughs> we're done with this. <laughs> so, well, anyway. From- um, Hang, hang on one sec. Uh, just for those guys, for you, those of you just joining us, we're on the Kick-Ass Radio Show. My guest tonight is Susan Glavin. She's talking about the Fuck It Manifesto, a uh, book she recently authored and has distributed. I've, I've, I've read most of it. And what's interesting, Susan, I don't know if you know this, I wrote a book called 69 Tips for Living Your Kick-Ass Life. And it's basically almost <laughs> along the same things. It was like somebody kept asking me, like, what does it take to have a kick-ass life, Chris? And it's like, well, you could do this, you don't do this, you do this, you don't do that. And it's all, all basically the same thing. So you and I are on the same wavelength. So, go, yeah, go ahead and share a couple of them. Then we'll get into the five yeah. kick-ass tips. And I love that, Christopher, because it's in the field. It's in the field to help wake, wake people up. It truly really is. Oh, yeah. And I just love that you have that and that you're sharing it, And you know, because we're doing this together. But, you know, so I just kind of bookmarked a few of my favorites here. And uh, fuck it, number 10 is assuming that you know what other people are thinking. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's times huge. Do we, <laughs> how many times do we do that, like all the time? And the little subtitle be- below that is use your imagination to write a fairy tale instead because that's what we're doing. We're making it up. And what it says is notice how much confusion you have with your own thinking. Do you really want to take on someone else's thought? When you do that, realize you are making it all up. If you make decisions and or choices based on what you've made up, it can create all kinds of havoc and unwanted results. Why not just ask them what they are thinking? Too simple. So that's, that's, you know, that's one of my things because we do that all the time. We, you know, there's an experience. We meet someone. Say we even go for lunch and you leave having a luncheon date with someone and you start having this conversation in your head. Like, oh, I bet you they're thinking la, 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 la. And you have this little story that you start creating in your head about what it was like, what do they think. I bet you they didn't like when I said that. We just have this ongoing conversation and it's hysterical. And what you'll find yourself, what I found myself and what my readers are saying is, when they started reading it, they really started to see clearly when they were doing that. You know, it's like, wow, that's one of those buckets, you know. Wow. And then you could just shift gears and you could even laugh. I mean, this is about humor. It's about really laughing at ourselves, you know, when this stuff happens. We don't have to be so serious, you know. So that's why one of my other ones, number 13, bucket number 13, all the self-imposed, family-imposed, 
friend-imposed, partner-imposed, societal-imposed beliefs about what you should be or do. And it's so like, heck, don't you have, yeah, don't you have enough voices in your head telling you what to do? You know, <laughs> I mean, it's true. It's, it's, I mean, it's true. Isn't that true? It's so, it's just it really is. Why about Why do you think we you. do that? Well, I mean, I think it's just because we've been, we just forgot and we just stopped asking ourselves what was true for us, what's important for us. You know, what's yeah, my imagine truth? That. Yeah, imagine that. Imagine <laughs> that. And can you imagine if we all did that? I yeah, mean, oh, yeah. the planet would change overnight. Well, that's, that's, one, really of my big, that's one of my biggest things is, is just telling people, it's like, you know, when you build a legacy that you're going to be proud of and you just live from your authentic self, your your true self, you don't give a shit what other people are saying about you or nanner, nanner, nanner. And like you said in the other, the other uh, number 10, you know, not projecting what other people are thinking and just either if you want to know, ask them or just say, you know what, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to enjoy doing it. I'm going to get the people around me that are going to support me and I'm going to make this happen. And if it takes me one day or six months or six years or whatever it takes, I'm going to do it because at the end of the day, the time is going to go by anyway. And I think that we, we do that because we get caught up as kids trying to win everybody's approval and like, I want to be so popular, mm-hmm. and, you know, I want to make everybody like me and, you know, I don't want to piss anybody off and, and all this other crap. And it's like, you know, that's what I love about what you're, what you're writing and what you're saying. It's just like, you know what, I, this is me. And if you like me, come along for the ride. And if you don't, that's okay too. I mean, when I was a suit and tie speaker, of course, people like, oh yeah, that's great. You know, da, 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 da. you're saying the same thing everybody else is saying. You look exactly the same. Of course we love you. And and when I went out on my own and I just said, you know what, I'm going to do this kick-ass thing. I'm just going to say what I'm going to say. I'm just going to be who I am. You know, I got a lot of flack for it. So I wanted to ask you, did you get flack for doing this and for having the language and for being ballsy? I mean, talk to us about that. Because there had been a lot of judgment from people saying, Susan, you have seriously lost your fucking mind. <laughs> well, they've known that a long time ago. No. <laughs> you know, I mean, in this, the, the funny thing is when people say, well, what's the name of your book? And I didn't even, here's the thing, because of how this came to me, I'm really clear it's an important message, okay? I'm, I'm totally on board with it, and I know the impact it's had in my life and the people that have read it. So for me, I say loud and clear, it's called The Fuck It Manifesto, A Woman's Kick-Ass Guide to Liberation Men Too, and I have people cheer me on, mm-hmm. which is so interesting, because I thought, whoa, can I really say that? Can I really put a book out that's called The Fuck It Manifesto? And I went, yeah, I mean, one thing you have to know, I have a a lot of courage. I always have. um, I'm really grateful for that. And there was a time, Christian, when I cared a lot what people thought about me, but I realized that um, in doing that, I kept losing myself. And, And, you know, I just had enough experiences to know that, we all are so unique. Mm-hmm. We're, we all have such a beautiful essence and gift and treasures of light to give. You know, and I and I just know it's important for me to do mine fully. And when I can do that, it's kind of like the Marianne Williamson quote about when you let your light shine, you allow other people to do the same. Yep. So that's that's what I realized. It was like, you know, you just be who you are fully and totally 
because what was the old 50, 50% of people then like you 50% are, so who gives a fuck, right? <laughs> Just, and I, really, I, really think, I really think our only job here is to be us. Yeah. You. So Boy, simple. It. So simple, so simple, isn't it? Yes, it is. I tell you what, why don't you go ahead and give us kick-ass tip number one? You've already given us a bunch of tips already, but give us your legitimate kick-ass tip number one, and let's talk about it. And this one, you know, talk about my A-team, that you know, because I'm so divinely guided, and I love I actually share with people how to connect with, you know, their, their angels, ascended masters, and, you know, light beings, you name it. Anyway, this, when I call it the angel hour, I was woken up at 3 o'clock in the morning. And clear as a bell, I heard, your words are your wand. And I was like, what? They were like, get up and write it down. <laughs> so I did. And I really, and it's so interesting, Christopher, about a week before I was in meditation, and I see in here, and I have a lot of knowing and stuff, so I just really pay attention, and I see Genesis. You know, and I'm not someone that is a, uh, has been a Bible reader or anything, so I had to Google it and really take a look at it. And which happens to me a lot. I have to Google all the stuff that comes to me because it's just new for me. So Genesis, you know, in the beginning there was the word. And I knew that we were in a really powerful time on this planet of creating the new earth together, what I consider our new earth, right? And when I got that message, your words are your wand, I went, oh, my gosh, because everything we're speaking now my experience is that we're creating as we speak. So it was really important, like, with the wand, you know, being the, like it's the magic. So whatever you're speaking, whatever's coming out of your mouth, whether it is, well, that never is going to happen for me, or the traffic's always bad, or they're always late, or my husband never listens. Any, any of those just things that you think are minor are so potent and so powerful we can create either one. We can either start creating the life that we are destined to live and be really, I mean, you have to be really conscious about it and very diligent because it's its an automatic thing for people to just speak into the universe, into their lives, things that they don't want. Mm-hmm. That they really and you get more of look it. at it. And you get more, but... Even more so, I really think we are really deliberately creating our life like never before. I mean, I'm, that's just been my experience. It's like really imperative. And I, you know, I lead women's circles and I speak a lot. And, and I, if I could, I just am like, have a really strong conviction about that to really, before you open your mouth, think about what you're going to say. Yeah. <clears throat> And, and even to add on, add on to that, even before you open your mouth, the words you're going to say in your, inside your own brain that you're going to say to yourself, oh. I mean, that is super critical. I mean, you just said it's interesting because I use I don't use two words in my vocabulary hardly ever, and that's always and never because like just what you said, you always do this or you never do that. And especially when we say that stuff to ourselves, it's toxic. I mean, I was just helping somebody the other day with the word perhaps. I think it's one of the most valuable words in the English language. Perhaps I can do this if I get training. Perhaps I can do this if I dedicate more time to this. Perhaps I can be, you know, the, the power of perhaps is amazing. What's, what are some of the words yeah. that you find are empowering to you? Oh, wow. Um, 
what are some of the words I find empowering for me? Creation. So these are the. So I have a a little uh, homework for my groups right now, and it's about you know what does your new earth look like? What's what's in it? Who are the people? What are the experiences? How are you showing up? What are your values? Who are you being? Um, what's your expression in the world? And as I'm looking at that, and and I'm just really looking to see what I deeply love. And the, the three words that are really potent and powerful for me right now are creation, to create, collaborate, and celebrate. Those are like, in my my new earth, my, the vibration that I am vibrating at at this moment is that, and that's why it's so beautiful. Here we are. Look at I'm in this beautiful creation that you have done. Yes, you created oh, yeah. this. This is so beautiful. And we're collaborating together. You've pulled in people. You're collaborating. And then we get to celebrate the gifts and what we bring to people's lives. I mean, I mean, and, I, and, I, and another word that's really been popping in for me is um, the bridge. Be the bridge. You know, build your bridges for, for other people so they can build their own you know, for mm. other people. It's like we're building these bridges for each other to help us cross over. And that's why the work that you're doing, Christopher, is like, I am so grateful. I just can't tell you how grateful because it's so needed right now. And I know it's appreciated. I know it definitely is by me by me and all your listeners. But everybody, and I don't care how small you think your piece is, it is needed and it is wanted, it is appreciated, and it is celebrated. So, we well, need that you. in the thank fabric. You. Thank you. I, and I, yeah. I truly appreciate that because some some days, I was just talking with a friend of mine, some days, you know, even you know, I tell people, that's one of my things I pride myself on now is I'm transparent, I'm authentic. I tell people when I'm having a bad day, a bad month, a bad week, yeah. when I'm getting depressed, you know, I'm very, very transparent because you know, just because we're motivational speakers or we're coaches or we, you know, we've, we've done all these different things, we're human at the same time. So we have those days where we just want to say, fuck it and give up. What do you say, <laughs> say, for example, we had a listener right now that was sitting out there that wanted to give up, that has a gift to give to the world, that has a passion, but for some reason is just feeling down, having a bad day, is wanting just to throw it in and, and just, you know, give up. What do you say to those people that, that are out there, and what, what, how do you inspire them? Because I know for me, it's it's all about the legacy. It's all about, okay, this is happening for a reason. My whole thing is, what doesn't kill me makes me stronger. You know, it's just like, not the Kelly Clarkson mm-hmm. song. But my whole <laughs> thing is that, okay, this is happening for a reason. What am I supposed to learn from it, and how am I going to use this to help other people going through the same thing? So what do you say to those people out there if they're listening and they're having that tough day? So if they're having, I would just honor that tough day. Don't don't try and change it. Maybe even going to really be honest about what that tough day is about. You know, and I think that's, I think the fastest way for anyone to get unstuck from the stuckness is tell the truth about it. It's to totally yeah. tell the truth about it. Absolutely honor it. We think it's bad or wrong to be in those places. There's nothing bad or wrong about it. It's what is, and to honor it and to really look and see what really, it's, you know, we lie to ourselves. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're so interesting. You know, we, we lie to ourselves <laughs> like we're, we're tricking something, somebody. Yeah, like you know, we're going like, to get oh, away with wait, it. Wait a minute. Yeah, we're getting away with something. <laughs> like, really? You know, honestly. So I think honesty 
is one of the best ways to move you out of that stuck place just to be truly, I don't even like to say brutally, but you do. You have to be really, really honest with yourself. And then I would ask them to share whatever it is they're inspired about. So whatever that vision or whatever that idea, that thought that keeps coming in and they think that they're not going to be able to do it or whatever it is or they're stuck about it, they want to give up, share it with someone. Share it with someone, share it with someone else, and then watch what happens. Watch what happens. Yeah, huh? you know that. Oh yeah, that's that's so true. I mean, it's amazing what happens. I mean, I've I've made posts where it's like, hey, you know, I'm feeling down. All of a sudden, just everybody out of the woodwork. Oh my God, Chris, you inspire me. You know, you hear all these things, and you don't say it because you want people to sit, sit there and tell you how great you are. Because I think, you know, in, in addition to what you're saying, I think one of the things that fucks us up the most is our ego. We you know, we get we we get caught up in like, okay, and, and I know this from my personal experience. It's like, you know, people when I came out with a kick-ass thing, and everybody's like, oh my God, you're going to be the next greatest thing, and da 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 da. And you know, I started hit listening to the hype and believing the hype, and I went out there and I did an event and uh, create your unstoppable attitude event and it was good and people showed up and it was awesome and then i went to go do my next event and nobody bought it one person bought a ticket one friend of mine bought a ticket and i was just like holy shit i'm not that in a bag of chips all my friends are lying to me this is bullshit you know and i got down really quick and i was like okay and i then i i I withdrew to my comfort zone it's like okay as long as i don't try anything then maybe i won't have to experience failure or disappointment and you know all these people think that i'm so great you know, I don't want to let them know that I that I'm not, and, and nobody wants to come see me. It was it was tough, but at the end of the day, yeah, I had yeah. to just sit there and say, you know what? What is this teaching me right now? And it's teaching me that I didn't have a big enough fan base, that I had that I didn't do enough of my homework, I didn't go out and network enough, I didn't do these things, so I had to take responsibility for it. But when it was just listening to my ego, I was just like, oh well, fuck it, I'm just I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm just going to do my nine to five job, and that's it. So I think we have to let go of our ego in a, in a big way and suck it up. Yeah, I think our ego is either telling us we're inferior or we're very arrogant. You know, there's the two sides of that. Um, And, you know, for me, doing all the shadow work, I just embraced that part of myself, you know. And what happened was that part just got a little more quiet. And I can tell you, Christopher, I know this about you, and I don't even really know you that well, but that didn't stop you. You kept showing up, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Every day I get up. (laughs) <laughs> what right. does kill me makes me stronger it's tattooed right on my forearm that's right and I do too and even though I had a lot of those disappointments too you know I had a book sign you have three people know you're free three friends you're like oh great this is good but you know what I gave them everything I had yeah it didn't matter how many people were there okay I gave I gave them everything I had I was totally there because they were there and I think that that's what you and I have done and many, many other people that have been on this this journey of, you know, being of service and supporting the highest and greatest good for all. Um, and I think the last two and three years, it's been really challenging to keep getting up and to keep showing up and to keep mm-hmm. getting inspired and all that. And, and it's like, I, I know for me, I always, just when I think I'm, I'm going to hang it up, I'll get something, you know, I, it's like the universe, my beloved sends me something to say, you got this, come on, keep going, you know, Mm -hmm. so I think, and I, and, and my experience has been, especially in this new year, is that all I have done 
all I have desired to do, everything I've worked on, created, generated, blah, 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 you name it, is all like coming to fruition. Yeah. It's like it's it's coming to me. It's it's. So, I don't know if you've ever seen this graphic. It's um, I don't actually have one right in front of me because I rearranged my office and I haven't put my stuff back up. But there's a graphic out there that I keep at my other office, and it shows these two guys and they're chipping away at like a like a like a quarry mine or something like that. And one guy is nearly almost right ready to break through to get the diamonds, and he turns around and he's like, "Okay, you know, this is there's nothing there." And the other guy just keeps on going, and it's just like you know, you just don't know how close you are to that next person. You don't know how close you are to that next, you know, thing. I mean, I had somebody reach out to me to be a, a, a reality TV show host just because of the kick-ass thing. They're like, oh, we get we Googled kick-ass coach, and you came up, and we're thinking about doing this reality <laughs> show. And it was just like, holy crap, that's huge. I, I mean, love I'm it. Like, I, I'm, not listed, I'm not listed as a TV show host. I'm not listed on IMDb. But it was like, wow, that was like a little little tug from the universe saying, yeah, Chris, keep going, baby, keep going. You weren't going to get anybody with the suit and tie shit. Now just keep being you. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's just incredible. And you and I could talk about this forever. So we got about 11 minutes left in the show. So I'm going to need you to give the rest of the other four kick-ass tips um, okay. for me so, so our, our listeners can get so that. Much fun. Okay, so your <laughs> words are your wand. Really important, okay? If I can say anything. Just, yeah, in the thoughts in your head for sure, you know, acknowledge those. Um, most of them aren't even yours anyway. They're in the consciousness. Okay, so just know that, okay? <laughs> Believe me. Um, and then here's another one. This is so powerful. Honor it all. Honor it all. Um, when I got that, and I'm telling you, the highest essence of who I am dropped that into me one day, and I was like, what? Honor it all? How can you honor it all? And then I started to be with it. I was like... Well, what about all the suffering? They said, honor that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, whoa, whoa. And I, was start- and I realized being in that, when you can honor it all, it's void of judgment. There's no judgment there. Yeah. Now, can you imagine a planet with no judgment? Oh, I wish. Whoa. <laughs> yes, Jump and that's what I mean. I'm just I, I really like so, and I have to work with that, And but I, it's definitely opened me up and I see through different eyes now. That was a huge one. And then again, like I said in the beginning, uh, you need to really ask yourself this question. Do you think life is for you or against you? And to really be honest about that and then know this, know this, and I know this from the depths of my being that life, God, beloved, the universe, source is always for you no matter what it looks like. Mm-hmm. No matter what, yeah, always for you. It's always sure. something for you. And even when you know, because I know, I don't know about you and your callers. I'm sure many of you, because if you're listening to this call, have written down powerful intent. This is this is my desires in my life. These are you know, and and I'm telling you that the things, the experiences you're having now that seem like really challenging. They really are the opportunities for you to have those desires fulfilled. Those desires, those deep desires that we have aren't there by mistake. They are there to be experienced. Mm-hmm. Goes yeah. back to everything happens for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. And, that's right. And that's the thing. You know, in another way of putting it is something that I truly believe in is you could either be a victim or you could be a victor. It's entirely up yeah. to you 
to choose that. It's like Viktor Frankl, you know, the book Man's Search for Meaning. The one thing he got, I got out of that book, which changed my life, was the fact that nobody can tell me what to think and how to feel. Nobody can tell me that. Nobody can sit there and, I'm going to make you mad, Christopher. I'm going to make you sad, Christopher. I choose to be that way. And if you choose to be a victim, you have nobody to blame but yourself, right? Right. Absolutely. You know, and and, and again, I would, um, this is something, a little game I've been playing lately. You know, intention, I don't know. I changed that. I shortened it down like two years ago. It just seemed intent. The word, the vibration of intent was so much more powerful than intention. It kind of faded out for some reason. And when you say intention, it's like intention. And I'm like, oh, I don't <laughs> like that so much. So I just start, I shortened it down to intent. Before I, my feet hit the ground every morning, I set my intent for the day. And a lot of the times at the end of it, I say for the highest and the greatest good for all. Mm. And that just is so powerful for me. And when I'm washing the dishes, I have an intent that there's clean water for everyone across the planet. When I'm vacuuming, you know, I have the intent that everyone have a beautiful, safe home to live in. You know, so I just have these fun games that I play. That's how powerful we are. And I just, if anybody on this call, if anyone's listening to this and anyone who's listening after, just know you are magnificent. You are so powerful. And everything that you do has meaning. Everything that you do has meaning. And and it's what you add, what meaning you add to your life. So I just, that's just a fun way to really get in touch with how powerful you are. You know, can you imagine someone says, what did you do today? Well, I... I uh, created clean water across the planet. You know, I made sure that everybody had a safe place to sleep. Uh, you know, I ended hunger today. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, really, because that's what we can do. Yep, absolutely. So if everybody we... starts to play that game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know? so about being part of the solution, not part of the problem. Yes, 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 mm-hmm. yes, 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 yes. So, so what a delight. This has been a joy. Yeah. <laughs> My next kiss. Okay, so this is one that's really important too. So the next one is, what if you had a powerful, wise, loving advisory team at your beck and call? What if I did? What if you did? So what if you had a team that would give you a bigger view, a new perspective on any challenging opportunity you may be facing in life, really uplifting you from chaos to peace? Oh, I do. I do have one of those. I I do. I have yeah, we all I have do. amazing, and I have myself. I mean, I'm my own best yeah, client. Got, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, and I'm talking about the angelic realm. I'm talking about the ascended masters. I'm talking about the angels. I'm talking about, and I'll tell you this: there are no veils between heaven and earth anymore. They are here. They all you have to do is ask. And I'm telling you, it's like any relationship, Christopher. Any intimate relationship, you build it. And so that's, I invite people to do that. And when I, when I talk to my angels, I'm not all reverent and stuff, okay? There's times I'm a little pissed off about a few things. I say, you know what, you guys? And I do. I'm totally who I am. I don't pretend like I'm this holy person, you know, that needs to be. I am just really authentic myself. And I have, I have created the most extraordinary relationship with um, these beautiful white beings, and I'm telling you the, the guidance and the wisdom and the power that is me 
You know, it is all me, but um, it's just wonderful to get that clear guidance, and it's available to everyone now more than it has ever been. So, and, you know, you just get to ask. And I, you know, I do groups around that to, to support people. I share my journey, and then they discover how their best way to connect with, with the, you know, their team. Mm. Well, that's, so that's awesome. That. And, and do you, do you I, I actually uh, lost track. How many tips have you given us already? Five. Five, yeah. Okay, five. Okay. I, I, have like, I, have, I have ten <laughs> written down, so I wasn't sure. Uh, well, cool. You know, you know, it's 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 been it's truly been a, a a pleasure having you on the Kickass Radio Show because you know I love people and I'm not saying anything against my other my previous guests but sometimes people come on here and they they want to speak from the ego versus speaking from the heart and being transparent and I love that about you because you know at the end of the day we're all the same we're all human we're all we've all got shit going on and you know but the big thing is like I think you said you know when we wake up in the morning I do this exercise with with people when I'm doing live events. Or if I'm just talking to somebody who's like, oh, my God, you know, life sucks and everything's bad. And I'll say, you know, what, what's wrong? Oh, you know, it's money, you know, da 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 And I tell people, like, okay, if I gave you a million dollars, how much would your life change? And their face lights up and they're like, oh, my God, a million dollars, Chris, man, I could buy a house and buy a car and pay off my debt and blah, blah. I'm like, okay, all things being equal, I can do it. I'm going to give you a million dollars right now. You're going to give me your eyesight. Immediately, people go, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I'm like, well, no, 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 don't, don't look at me like that. Don't look at me like that. You just said a million dollars would change your life. I'm going to give you a million dollars you don't see anymore. You get a seeing eye dog, you get a cane, you do all that stuff. No, Chris, no, I'm not going to do that. Okay. You know what? Yeah, you're right. You know, eyesight's a pretty big thing. Okay. So would $500,000, you know, save your life and change everything around? And they look at me very worryingly and they're like, um, yeah, $500,000 would be cool. And they look at me like, okay, shit, what's going to happen next? And I'm like, okay, $500,000, all things being equal, I can do it. I give you $500,000, you give me your legs. You're paralyzed for the rest of your life. You know, you can get around in a wheelchair, you can still see, you can play tennis, you can drive, you can do everything anybody who can walk can do. Do you do it? And they look at me and they think about it and they're like, no. And so I look at them and yeah. I say, okay. So based on what you just said, earlier you were saying life is shitty and all these problems and wah, wah, wah. But now what you're saying is when you wake up in the morning and your eyes open and your feet hit the floor, you're a million mm. five ahead of the game. You're a million wow. five ahead of the game. So what is your Love fucking that. excuse? <laughs> and and they, just, they just, they look at me and they're like, duh, 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 shit. I hate talking to you, Chris. I love it. And it's like, yeah, you know it. what? That's what we do. That's what we do. So tell my listeners where they can get a hold of you, where they can find the book, and uh, and keep the conversation going with you, Miss Susan. Oh, I love it. It's on Amazon, so it's the Fuck It Manifesto. You can go to my website, susanglavin.com. There's a Fuck It tab on there. You can go there. And you can also, I, I send out a weekly. It's called Soul Juice. It's living, bold living outside the box, which is really powerful. And it's just these beautiful and it's not long. It's just short and sweet, but very powerful. So for those people that would like to receive that as a weekly inspiration or something to <clears throat> a question to be in or something to contemplate, I love doing that. I, I love doing that. And, you know, I do beautiful circles and all kinds of wonderful things. But I'm just uh, really grateful, seriously, deeply honored to be of service to um, this planet at this time Um I don't think there's anything more important than that right now. And it brings me such tremendous joy and fulfillment. And I really, again, thank you, Christopher, and everyone listening 
for who you are, what you're bringing to the planet, because know that you are, even when it doesn't look like it, you are. And um, just thank you. Job well done. But anyway. <laughs> well, thank you, Susan. I really appreciate it. And for those of you guys driving, again, just go to the thekickassradioshow.com. You will find Susan's information there after the show. And, again, go back and listen to the show again. I listen to every show the next day usually, and I'm all about learning too. So you just go back to ChristopherRausch.com, R-A-U-S-C-H. Go Susan, thank you so much for being here. We're going to talk some more. We're going to do stuff together, I promise. And for those of you guys that. out there listening, I hope that you really take this shit to heart and do something with it. Until next week, I wish you guys all a kick-ass week. Thank you. Love you guys. Take care and rock out.